top of the morning, top <coughs> of <coughs> the morning. This is Pastor Richie. I hope you are having an outstanding morning. I know it's early. It's early, but I am on my way uh, to work. I'm just about where I need to be. Amen. But good morning, top of the morning, top of the morning to everybody. I hope you have an outstanding uh, Saturday. I hope you get the chance to do something uh, different than just go to work or something like that. Go to the mall, go check out something with the kids, have some fun. Um, but I'm excited this morning. Uh, the weather is definitely, the sun ain't even peaked out yet. Uh, it's kind of dark outside, but I'm thankful to be alive and in the land of the living. <coughs> Excuse me, just for the next few moments, I want to talk about something. I want to talk about what God has put on my heart. Um, I want you to do me a favor. If you are connected to a man of purpose, um, and again, that, that man of purpose can be your son. That man of purpose can be your nephew. It can be your uncle. It can be your father. It can be your brother. It can be your husband. Amen. I want you to like and share this particular video because I believe it'll bless the men in your life. And if you are a man, I just want you to listen in just for the next few moments. What is going on with me? I think that is a common question. There are a lot of men who, who are asking, what's going on with my life? I believe that there are a lot of people who are looking for a path. Uh, a way in which their life is going to have structure. So we will move states. We will join uh, the military. We will start up an apprenticeship program and, and get involved in all kinds of things, a career uh, path, because God has designed us as such. God has designed men that, like Adam, there's something that we should be looking over and watching over, and we should... We, we want to have a level of and a sense of direction concerning life. And, and when a man doesn't have direction concerning uh, his life, things, <coughs> things are shaky. But I just want to help you with something that God has given me. The Bible says it like this, that the eyes of the Lord, Psalms 34, the eyes of the Lord are upon uh, the righteous. The Bible says his face is against them to do evil to cut off the members of them from the earth. But the Bible says when the righteous cry, Psalms 34 verse 17, the Lord heareth and he delivered them out of all of their trouble. The Lord is nigh to them that of a broken heart and he will save such as be of a contrite spirit. Uh, ultimately, what God is trying to do in the life of a lot of men, he, God wants your heart to be open. God, God allow you to go through things just so that you can be open uh, to him, that your heart can be contrite. And I'll give you this little secret. Uh, Psalms 51, 17, the sacrifices of God is a broken and a contrite spirit. God has a weakness. God has a weakness. And his weakness is brokenness. God can, he will not turn away broken people. He will not turn, broken in heart and in spirit, surrendered and yielded. If you're broken and yielded, God will, he will not turn you away. He, the Bible says the sacrifices of a broken heart and a contrite spirit, 
he can't despise it. He he has a weak. He, he, <coughs> he doesn't know how to turn that away. God is attracted. Oh God, not necessarily needy people based on circumstance, but God is attracted to broken people. God is attracted to those that are broken. He's nigh unto them that are of a broken heart, and he will save such as be of a contrite spirit. God is closer to those that are broken. So to every man, you're trying to figure out what is going on with my life. I'm trying to get started. I'm in school. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. <clears throat> but when there is purpose on your life and God has given it to me like this, when there's purpose on your life, you don't belong to yourself. The Bible says in Psalms 100, and this is a Psalm of David, it is he that have made us and not we ourselves. One of the things that is a great challenge for men across this nation is how long is it going to take for me to become who, who God has called me to be? How much time is it going to take to become? Because I need to get there as soon I've been there. I, I want to have the family. I, I, I want things to be established, male or female. You, 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 you saw your life a certain way. I thought that I, by 30, I would have the picket, the White House, the picket fences, the, the three kids, everything would be like this. But God's timeline is not your uh, timeline. So how do you come to terms with God's timeline for your life? Every man, now every man needs the wisdom of God of how to come to terms with his timeline. And I want to talk about what one of the challenges are in order to even embrace because it's not natural. It's not natural to want to wait. It's not natural to not want to, to, to wait for an outcome. Mm -mm. I, I want to see it happen as soon as possible. And I understand you. I, I've been there. The Bible says it like this, and I'm speaking prophetically. We are in a season of birthing. And oftentimes when we think about birthing, we, we all we always think about women because women birth things out. Women birth things out and they are seen as uh, midwives. Exodus 1, 15. They are, they are seen as midwives. They make sure that the firstborn is protected. That is, that is the assignment of many uh, women. And that is absolutely true. But the Bible says in Jeremiah chapter 30, I want to talk to every man. What is going on in my life? What's going on with me? I want to give you this answer today. If you are a man of purpose, if you are a man of purpose, this is your answer today. The Bible says it like this. God speaks to the prophet Jeremiah and he tells the prophet Jeremiah, I want you to write down verse number one. I want you to write down everything I'm getting ready to say to you. I'm, I'm getting ready to tell you something. The Bible says that God begins to talk about Israel and Judah, to whom God prevails for and praised. He begins to talk about those that he has chosen. I want to say something. Every man, you have been chosen by God. That God does have a plan for your life. God does have a plan and a purpose for your life. And he's thinking about you all the time. And it is his desire to get you into 
uh, alignment with what his original intention is for your life. The Bible says that God says to the prophet Jeremiah, right at verse number five, there's a sound. There's a sound of fear. That there's a sound of fear that 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 I hear. That, what is this noise? It, it is a noise of fear and uncertainty. Why? He says, what do you see? He says, what do you see? He says, what do you see? He says, there, there, there are men who are holding on to their loins and they are in travail like a woman that's with child. He said, what do you see? There are men that are holding on to their loins and they are in travail. This is verse number six. As a woman that is in travail. What is this? Verse number seven. The Bible says it is a great and it's a terrible day. It is the day of Jacob's trouble. But the Bible says, but God will save him out of it. The Bible teaches us that when men spiritually are carrying something, when men are carrying something, when men are pregnant, the Bible says as a woman in travail, he says, have you ever seen a man crouch over? Have you ever seen a man in great agony? He says, it is Jacob's trouble. When a man is pregnant with purpose, he goes through a season. <coughs> I want you to hear this. When a man is pregnant with purpose, he goes through a season of trouble. But the Bible says it's not just a season of trouble. It is Jacob's trouble. It is the kind of trouble that Jacob went through. When men are pregnant, you are you go through the type of trouble that's like a 20 piece that's that's called process. Jacob, we understand you got to read Genesis 31. <coughs> Jacob, he went through a process. He served seven, seven years for Leah, seven years for Rachel, six more years in Laban's house. That's 20 years just for his family to come into alignment every Man, what God uses, see, when you say yes to God, <clears throat> see, oftentimes when you receive him as your Lord and your Savior, just like Jacob, the Bible says that Jacob, when Esau saw that Jacob was blessed, blessed in that context is Jacob yielding, <laughs> Jacob yielding to the hand of the father. Watch what happens after you yield to the hand of the father. You end up sleeping on a rock and you learn how to pray between a rock and a hard place. You, you encounter God. The blessing, when he got the blessing of his father, he, he didn't walk into prosperity. He was homeless. <coughs> he, he began to go on his journey and he began to have challenges and struggles. But that's how he met God. Men when God is processing you, God processes you to face things. Our, we are pregnant with purpose when God develops us to face things. Every man has to be developed <coughs> to face his trouble. Every man, when, when you are pregnant, women, you're trying, why is he agitated? Why is he, uh, it, what's going on 
with him. God, if that man is a man of purpose, if he said yes to God in any way, God is processing that man to face the things in his life that God has assigned him to. See, God did not allow Jacob to get away. God did not allow Jacob to, to, to slide. God did not allow Jacob to just get something in a, in a week, in a day. See, good things take time. I want to talk to every man. You, you are pregnant with Jacob's trouble. That's why, that's why other things won't satisfy you. You, you, you are pregnant with Jacob's trouble. You, you see what God wants to do. And you came for Rachel. You, you came for this particular promise. You understand that I need to partner with this kind of a person. You have vision. See, Jacob had a vision for his life and he had a plan in which he thought his life would go. He thought that I would just get what I asked for the first time. Jacob's trouble. See, God is processing you. You are pregnant with promise. When you ask for, when you ask for something and you don't, what do you do when you don't get what you ask for? That's Jacob's trouble. What do you do when you ask for Rachel, but when you pull the veil, it's something else. God, this is not to every man that you are saying, this is not what I expected. I want to encourage you this morning. You are pregnant, but you are pregnant with Jacob's trouble. Oh, time out. You, you are pregnant with Jacob's trouble. Jacob's trouble is a process. You are pregnant with a process that is going to develop you, that you are going to become who God has called you to be. Now watch this. How does the story end up? See, this process gives you revelation about what you can do. If you let God impart the seed of his promise, his word in you, because the father says to Jacob's, he says that I'm going to be with you until you return back unto the land. Go ahead, get out of here. Shift, grow, develop, but you will return to a place of productivity. See, while you're on your journey, you birth Joseph. While you're on your journey, see, you get taken advantage of by Laban. All of this happens in your pregnancy. See, men, when we are pregnant, we are pregnant with trouble. We, we are pregnant with the trouble that comes with waiting. We are pregnant with the type of trouble. That, see, it's a trouble for us when we have to wait. It's a trouble for us when we have to endure things long term. But the Bible says, he speaks to the prophet Jeremiah, Jeremiah 30 and 7. He said, but I am going to save him out of all of this trouble. You are pregnant with Jacob's trouble. But the way that it ends, it ends with you wrestling and your name being changed. What time about Genesis 32, 20, <coughs> 24. Jacob wrestled with the man until the breaking of day. And he said, I'm not going to let you go until you tell me your name. Or time I, I, I'm not going to let you go until you tell me who you are. Jacob's trouble. Or time I, Jacob's trouble gives you identity. When men are pregnant, God is birthing in you. Your baby's name is identity. Your, your baby's name 
is identity. Read Jeremiah 30 and 7. He says, have you ever seen it? Have you ever seen a man holding his loins like a woman that's in travail? What, what is this? What male pregnancy is Jacob's trouble. The Bible speaks of male pregnancy spiritually. And when a man is pregnant, that man is pregnant with process. And it's not just trouble. It is Jacob's kind of trouble. See, I want you to understand every man of purpose that's in your life. Today, in the mighty name of Jesus, that God would give you discernment. That God would give you discernment. That God would give you the eyes to understand. He's pregnant with Jacob's trouble. And Jacob's trouble means I have to wait. Jacob's trouble is, it's 20 years. Jacob's trouble is I saw my life looking like this. I thought that I would get Rachel, but I got uh, Leah. And then in the middle uh, of that, I had all kinds of conflict with Laban. See, but Jacob's trouble births character in men. See, when a man is processed, what, what comes out of the substance of his character, he, he learns how to negotiate like Jacob. He, he learns how to lean on God. See, we call Jacob a trickster to get the birthright. But when Jacob dealt with those spotted and speckled, uh, God spoke to Jacob in a dream and told him. When, when Joseph was born, God, God spoke to Jacob in a dream. It's time to go. And I'm going to give you the system of how to get out of things. See, Jacob's trouble teaches you how to overcome the system that takes advantage of you. See, you become resourceful based on the trouble. You ever man, look at yourself. You are resourceful based on the process and the time of waiting. The waiting has made you resourceful. They that wait upon the Lord, or Tamai, Isaiah 40, 31, shall renew their strength. They shall mount up upon wings as an eagle. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. You are pregnant with Jacob's trouble. Every man, every man of purpose, God, when he's putting a seed in you, the seed that he puts in you, he impregnates you with Jacob's trouble. And that trouble is process. Read Jeremiah 30 and 7 in your leisure. See, what causes a man to, to bend over? What causes a man to hold, his, to hold his loins? The uncertainty of outcomes. See, the uncertainty of how relationships are going to fare. Dealing with Esau. See, every man has to confront what he feels was chasing him. Every man has to have a season like Jacob that you come into contact with your brother, with your Esau, with the thing that was chasing you in another season. See, but God gives every man a grace, mean a purpose. He'll give you a grace to confront the Esau's in your life. Watch this. And your leading example teaches the family how to submit. The Bible says in Genesis 30, Three, that when God impregnates you with trouble, see, the Bible says that Jacob is teaching the family how to adjust. He puts the concubines in front. He puts Leah's kids in front and then Rachel's kids in the back. And then he's behind all of them. He has defense mechanisms. See, Jacob's trouble 
delivers you from your defense mechanisms and gives you the strength to face things. See, Jacob's trouble teaches you that I can't, I can't let the women in my life make this adjustment. I need y'all to hear. I have to do this one myself. See, God teaches you how to fix relationships. When you are pregnant with the process of Jacob, then God says to you, relationships and people are valuable to the degree that you're going to have to make it right. Every man. See, there is a strength in every man to fix relationships. There is a, there is a strength. How did the relationship between God and man get fixed? God sent a man, and that man's name was Jesus. And he bridged the gap, and he fixed the, rela the relationship. Jacob, he ran ahead of his family, and he bowed to the ground seven times. And then Leah bowed, and then Rachel. They followed his example of humility. See, the process of waiting humbles you. To every man, the the when you are pregnant, see, there are some of us. We Lord, I want you to use me. I, do you know what you're asking for? When you ask God to use you, when 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 you ask God, when you look at somebody else's life and say, "I want an anointing on my life," you better be careful what you're asking for. You 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 be mindful of what you're asking God for. What you're asking for God to use you. Preacher, prophet, evangelist, teacher, you, you want this grace on your life. Well, if you want this grace on your life, I want you to understand. If you want a grace on your life, there are things that you are going to be processed for. There are things that won't happen in two days. There are things that's not going to happen to every man. When God has his hands on that man's life. When he has his hands on your life, he will not allow things to just turn around in two days. Because character is not built in a day. Strength is not developed. It's over time that you lift the weights and you learn how to deal. The resistance makes you stronger. To every man, I want to encourage you this morning. Yield to God. Yield to the hand of, say yes to God. And in saying yes to God, be prepared. Ask God to give you the strength to deal with the resistance that comes, to deal with the challenges that comes. The Bible says in Jeremiah 36 and 7, we've never seen anything like this before. We've never seen men bit over like a woman that was in travail. It is called the tide of Jacob's trouble. You are pregnant with the process of waiting. You are pregnant. The Bible says, count it all joy. Watch this. When you fall into diverse temptation, knowing this is the trying of your faith, work of patience. But let patience, James 1, 2, and 3, have a perfect work. You'll be perfect and entire, wanting nothing. God perfects you through patience. When, when a man is pregnant, when a man is pregnant spiritually, read it in your leisure. Jeremiah 35, 6 and 7. See, that, that process will produce a patience. When it's, it's not, watch this, the baby is not just ambiguous. God says he's pregnant with Jacob's trouble. See, 
once you understand what a person is pregnant with, when you're relating to that, if you're a woman, when you're relating to that person, now you know how to pray for them. That's why I love the word of God. See, when you get in the word, God will give you how to view a thing. And now you'll know, how should I be praying for that woman? How should I be praying? God gives the prophet eyes for that man. See, if you're going to see, see, you can't just look at her frustration. You can't just look at her behavior. You can't just look at his frustration. You can't just look at his uh, behavior. You got to get in prayer and let God say to you, what are they pregnant with? What are they carrying? What, what, what is the thing that is growing in them? Oh, come on. God today, in the mighty name of Jesus, I pray that you give us eyes to see. Give us to every man that's pregnant with the process of waiting. Oh, tell me, to every man that's pregnant with the process of waiting. I pray today that you would save him out of it. That's what you promise in your word. Jeremiah 37. Although he's pregnant, I'm going to save him. Although he's dealing with trouble, I want to, oh God, oh God, oh God, to every man that's dealing with trouble, oh, tama, oh, tama, yeah, oh, there is a deliverance. We pray for deliverance. Every man that's in a season of trouble, oh, tama, we pray the prayer of deliverance today. That you survive the process. Oh, that you're stronger throughout the process. God, we thank you for strong men today. Strong sons, strong husbands, strong partners, strong men. We thank you for it today. Strengthen men everywhere. Strengthen men, those who are carrying things, those who are pregnant with the trouble of uncertainty, those who are pregnant with the trouble of going through things and they don't know how it's going to end like Jacob. I don't know how my life is going to fare. Strengthen men everywhere. God, strengthen the heads. Oh, Tama, strengthen the heads. Strengthen leaders today. Strengthen those. Strengthen shepherds today. Strengthen officials today. Strengthen, and God, give those who are in the lives of men. Give the sons, give the daughters, Give the partners, give the wives, give them eyes to see, give them prophetic insight like Jeremiah to see what is that man carrying? What, what is, why is he emotional? Why, why is he bent over? Why, why is he acting like he's acting? Give us a discernment of how to pray for those men that are in our lives. And we thank you today. And we'll be so mindful to give you the praise, the honor, and the glory in Jesus' name. Amen. This is Pastor Richie. I love you. I'm praying for you. I want you to say this with me. And this is my perspective on life. Life, you are not my enemy. But life, you are my friend. No matter what you do today, no matter what you do today, I want you to keep it. Kind. I love you. I'm praying for you. We will talk again later. God bless you.